0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross It's Fightful Wrestling. It's August 22nd. And it's our post-RAW review. This stuff is fun to cover. And we got Denise Salcedo here.
2: Happy Monday. Happy to be here.
0: Man. Just so much going on. Johnny Gargano's back. Beth Phoenix is back. We got tons of scoops at FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. Anniversary billing now in effect. You're not going to get billed again on the 1st. So go over there, FightfulSelect.com. Denise? Yes? This shit is fun. I like I like watching WWE Raw again.
2: I'm happy because now I'm in the B-plus show of the week.
0: Yeah, yeah, you we are. Talked I talked about mean, this last week. We, we did. I, I'm,
2: hoping my, I'm hoping to get my way back up there. You know, I got to climb the ranks. I got to hustle. <laughs> Hopefully we get there.
0: Man, well, guys, leave a thumbs up. Please subscribe. Uh, We got lots of good stuff coming your way. I've got like an hour-long interview with Trevor Murdoch, NWA World Champion. It was a blast. I did about an hour with the former Slapjack as well, Shane Haste. That was a really, really fun interview. We went really in-depth on the Retribution stuff, uh, New Japan, TMDK. Got more stuff with uh, Damian Priest this week. But leave a thumbs up. And if you want your question or statement read right on the air, because I see a lot of you asking questions, donate a Super Chat here on youtube.com slash Fightful. You can also go to humperchats.com and leave a question or statement before we go on the air during uh, a reminder. We have a ton, of show, a ton of shows every week. We have post shows for NXT, AEW, Impact, SmackDown, AEW Rampage. And then we've got even more. We've got the Spotlight and Day After Dynamite with uh, Will Washington, on Thursdays as well. We've got Grapsity, a new show on Saturday. And then we've got Listing Your Boy every Wednesday. That's in addition to Fightful Select podcasts that I'll be telling you guys about uh, later on. But oh, crap. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into it. Simon says, wonder what we'll learn about this week, Denise.
2: Oh, no. Nothing new this week, man. This week's already been too chaotic for me.
0: Oh, man. I'm just I'm just over the moon that Raw doesn't suck anymore. Jambeard says, go at ahead. At least there's
2: things to talk about. I was thinking about this today. So when we were watching Bobby Lashley today, I started thinking there was a raw. And I forget, maybe like two weeks in a row, where the most interesting thing we had to talk about was I forgot who. I, I'm Sean, I'm sure you remember who was calling um uh Bobby Lashley Bob and Roberto, and I don't know why, but that was like a huge topic for the week, and that was like the biggest that it got where we were talking about different ways to say Bobby Lashley's name, because somebody said something, and I, I, I can't remember, remember what it was, but it ended up driving like this whole conversation, and that was literally our peak for what we had to talk about during this period.
0: I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't remember that Exactly.
2: Isn't that really sad?
0: Yeah, I don't have any idea. Beard says... Why does subhost hate Will Washington so much? Couldn't say a nice thing about him and wrote his coattails on Quizzle Mania. I
2: did say something nice about Will Washington. I said a bunch say? of nice things about him. What'd you say? I said he was a good friend.
0: Okay. That's am I nice. A good friend?
2: Huh? Is that not a nice thing to say am, about someone? Am Beating I a good, a good friend? friend, Denise? Sure. Okay. I'd put you, know you what, up I'll, there. I'll I'd, have you in, I'd have you in my top 30 on MySpace if we still ranked friends.
0: That's like when you do the, the HTML on there that like completely messes up my space. Like you weren't supposed to have that many, but you, you hacked the system and and there you are. Jambeard says Monday night NXT. I'm here for it. And Lord of the bucket says, it's weird to feel excited about watching raw on Mondays again. I do. I wake up and I'm not like dreading these three hours. um, And then super dreading the hour that I have to spend with Denise after raw. But now I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm pumped to cover WWE Raw. It's it's just so different than what it what it was just a month ago.
2: I thought that to, I thought the shows are incredible are increasingly getting better and better each week. Uh, I think it's been like, what, now a month with Triple H running things? Has it been a month now? I feel like, yeah, this is, because I think I missed the first, the first, no, the second. It's probably been a little bit more than that. Whatever. So there's one episode that I missed, but I remember the last three consecutive Raws. Uh, I remember the first one where you were kind of like, all like over the moon about it and i was kind of like yeah it's fine whatever then the second week they started to sprinkle in a little bit more and then the third week they started to sprinkle in a little bit more so that's been very promising to kind of see just little things here and there um and i know a lot you know it depends on what you were expecting there were probably some people that were expecting massive changes instantly but it's clear that they've been you know sprinkled around here and there
0: uh so Somebody says or line drive says USA must be loving NXT. It moved to Monday and got another hour. Very clever. Very clever. Uh, Zakari says, Hey Denise, my uncle gave me this Mexican candy called Bubba Lou. Do you recommend?
2: I don't know that one. Actually, let me search it up. I don't know okay. Bubba Lou.
0: We'll talk about Bubaloo here in a moment. Uh, Nicholas says, was it the Drew? Oh
2: yeah. And- okay. Yeah, I do know this one actually. Sorry. It's because I didn't I didn't know the name of it, but I've had, had this one. It's okay. it's okay. It's pretty good. Guys,
0: leave a thumbs up on this video. We greatly appreciate it. Nicholas says, was it the Drew and Big E segment with the Bob thing? Yes, it was. I do remember that now. Okay, Uh, thank
2: you. I couldn't remember. I just remember somebody was calling him Bob. (laughs) Bubbaloo (laughs) Lashley.
0: Oh, man. Well, WWE Raw kicked off, uh, as reported by FightfulSelect.com. Rollins and Riddle brawling. I love this. It feels spontaneous. It's not just people walking out and going, here I am to talk for quite a bit, which did happen after this. But what we started with were two guys that have proven over the last several months and even years prior, if you've listened to interviews, that they didn't really like each other. And they've been trying to fight each other. And they've been trying to make this happen for for quite a while. And it's going to happen. Clash of the Castle. But you still can't keep them apart. And I love that. Um, I constantly go back to the interview that I had with Eric Bischoff where he said that Raw felt so polished that nothing felt spontaneous. This felt spontaneous. We started with the intro on the ramp. There were fireworks. The fireworks stop and the cameraman darts backstage. This is so much better than a cut or a zoom. We can see the cameraman running to get a hold of this and then they follow it all throughout the arena. This was just... a a blast to watch. I love this opening segment.
2: You know, I like that they did this. I thought it was like a simple way to kind of continue and further this feud along. I remember when this was taken off the last pay per view. This match and it was one of the ma- uh, SummerSlam. Everybody wanted to watch it. It was one of the top matches that everyone wanted to see. And the way that it was taken off, it was kind of one of those things where you're like, oh man, they clearly saw they had nothing for Clash at the Castle. They had to bump this match there. And I remember kind of being like a little annoyed at that because I thought, well, that's kind of lame. And I I kind of lost a little bit of interest, right? Thinking like, oh, they just bumped. Because they didn't have anything else. They wanted something big for the show. And the following weeks, though, I feel like they've done a good job of kind of just making it. And even at the pay-per-view, when they had like Seth Rollins running in and he had like all the securities chasing him afterwards. Um, from that moment to right now, leading up into this opening brawl, I feel like they've done a pretty good job at just keeping it uh uh, I don't want to say like light, but kind of not feeling like it's being shoved down our throats where it does feel like it's a little bit more spontaneous, like you said. So I do appreciate that. And it, I like the way that they've done this, where it's like, okay, every time they see each other, what do they want to do? They want to get their hands yeah. on each other. So it's I, simple and I like it.
0: I've long said the Peter Griffin versus the chicken storyline works uh, and family guy, Peter Griffin and the chicken. It's on site all the time. And it doesn't matter where it is. It does not matter Who they're with, where they're at, what the circumstances are, they're fighting. And I think that even more so than this could really, really expand and carry it over into matches. We saw it a little bit with Punk and Moxley last week, but I'm talking like a solid month, month and a half of just where you cannot keep these two away from each other.
2: And that's a good thing, too, is that whenever it does happen, well, when it does happen at the pay-per-view, uh, you know that Seth Rollins tends to do these, like, very, like, you know what to expect from Seth Rollins' matches. What, what Denise, is Sean or Lurker, Luke. your BFF? Lurker. Lurker. Oh, 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 I thought he was trying to say, like, Lurker, like a Lurker online. Yeah, I was Denise like Denise, Sean or Luke, your BFF? Luke hasn't talked to me in a long time. You know, I feel like he's left me, like, high and dry. He just like fired me right before my wedding and then just decided to like not talk to me anymore.
0: (laughs) Damn.
2: (laughs) I love Luke. I don't want anyone to think he's mean because he's not. He's like polar opposite he's, he's of me. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the nicest guy. He's the like, nicest person ever.
0: He's like the best guy. He's wonderful. I would say
2: I would say you're Luke's probably the better friend because because Sean, you're mean to me. So there, <laughs> that's bullshit. So to answer the question, there uh, you go.
0: Torch says I saw at least two instances of Babyface not being complete idiots, and I'm loving it. Me too. You want a street smart Babyface? That's something I learned uh, watching a legion of doom interview actually road warrior animal is like we don't look like the smartest guy but to get people to cheer for us it's important that we're street smart it's important that we don't look stupid because nobody wants to cheer for somebody that's stupid right uh, meet normus says hi srs and mrs step host remember when WWE's go home shows were man it truly is a new day yes it is i mean th- this isn't even the go home show next week no, is the go home show. It's next week,
2: right? I was confused too for a second. I was like, "Wait, what?" But no, we still got one more week this month. Oh yeah.
0: This this it, we are truly back in the era of when WWE Raw were man. We're back there. We've got the skullet going. I love it. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready and I'm I'm excited to cover all this stuff. Uh then we get Trish Stratus coming out and it was announced that she would be on Raw and I just she didn't miss a beat at all tonight. Like she was up to date with the current storylines did not feel out of place. Like she was fed the line and maybe she was fed the line Denise, but you couldn't tell if, if so I thought that that Trish was great here and um, she looks awesome per usual dude
2: i'm gonna sound like a creep like a pervert i don't care she looks so damn good like i was, okay, I, was I don't want to sound like a creep but when trish stratus took off her jacket i was like damn she looks amazing uh and then it was funny because right afterwards bailey takes off her jacket so i kind of liked that like little play where they were like well you're taking off your jacket i'm gonna <laughs> take off my jacket <laughs> so that was pretty damn hilarious actually it was the little thing and you know that's the thing about bailey is that she's really good in these like comedic senses like she finds little ways to be funny. And it's not that big of a deal to take off your jacket. But the way that she did it, it it, it was pretty damn hilarious, actually. But I really love this. I thought that Trish looked great. She came out everything she said was you know perfectly fine and I like the way that they did the whole like uh the interruptions where she was about to say something she gets interrupted they come into the ring she's about to say something again and they uh again interrupt her so it kind of kept the fans going like okay when is Trish Stratus gonna say what she's gonna say she
0: was actively trying to unretire multiple times throughout this interview she she implied it and Jane Beard said respectfully Trish Stratus by the way just the most wonderful, nice person, too, if you all have, you know, have ever met her. Uh, she, she's great. I got to interview her in Toronto in front of that great skyline on Polson Pier, and she couldn't have been nicer. But uh, she said, you know, this has got me thinking, and then Bailey came out. And she's like, oh, you know what? We got the three-on-one advantage. But then Trish brings out Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka. And I loved Trish saying I can go from I am retired to I was retired real quick. And I love that because why not? I would completely buy it. She she looks like she could still go in the ring. She was working as of what, three years ago. She's let's see. She's. 46 years old, which is...
2: Doesn't look like it, that's for sure.
0: Which, I mean, even beyond that, it's like 46 years old in wrestling in 2022. Oh, and hey, by the way, she retired 16 years ago, so she doesn't have all those miles on her body. She was an active performer for like five or six years. does so, so I mean
2: she do yoga too or something like that?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure okay, she, I'm sure she does you. a lot of shit. I'm sure she does all kinds of stuff. But I listen, I know that she got like a, a really nice send off in Toronto I was there in 2019 I'm selfish I want to see her do more I want to see her do more uh I love there's it there's especially- no harm in
2: her doing more either especially right now how can you not with all of like the women that they have right now and all of the little things that you want to see you you know some of the uh women from the past mix in with some of the women of the future like even just this interactions with her and Bianca Belair I really like that because Bianca <laughs> she was kind of like that friend everybody wants to have she was like nope this is her ring. Yeah. You you're you're running because Trish Stratus walked the, you know, all of the things that she was throwing in there. So I really liked the little combo of Bianca and uh, Trish Stratus and then when she called out Oscar uh, and Alexa Bliss, I was like, Okay, this is good. I'm really liking where this was going. And I especially love how mean Bailey Dakota and EO are because it works. It works so good. And they've just added so much ever since they you know, became a thing. And I love this balance of what we were seeing here between like the women that you really want to cheer for and the women that are just like damn it they're so like but they're good in a good way
0: oh man Bianca is out there by the way uh we were asked is she injured she hasn't wrestled in three weeks but i'm torch um i haven't heard of any injury and nerd drew says would be quite the sell for sasha to have a trish match yeah i mean that that's one that you got to do i would love to see like trish and lita team up and compete for the tag titles i would love to see like sasha and naomi have a bit of an open challenge type of thing i want the bellas to come in i want divas of doom add some juice to this women's tag team division like bring in some of these names
2: Bring well they get trish and bianca
0: they they could do I a lot felt of like stuff
2: they, i kind of felt like they were teasing that a little bit there are they not yeah. it's got to uh, be right maybe
0: maybe I kind of um, felt
2: that that was what it was, but maybe I'm wrong here. But I, I maybe I got overexcited here. But I kind of felt like that was where they were somewhat teasing or alluding to.
0: Yeah. Well, we get the match after this, the the women's tag team tournament match. Nicholas says I like Dakota and Neo versus Asuka and Alexa, but the end of the match felt sloppy. Don't like Dakota's moves are to her opponent's head face. Well, it's it's wrestling. You're gonna have that. But I agree. Like throughout the body of the match, I, I was liking it. I especially liked that EO sky dropkick to Oscar where she sent her halfway across the ring, the matchup between Oscar and, and EO, you could tell they purposely had avoided each other until this moment and they got it in the ring. What'd you think about this?
2: I actually got to say that the standout for me really was Dakota and Oscar anytime they were in the ring together I really liked their intensity with one another that moment where uh, first it was Dakota uh, kicking Oscar's head like she was literally a soccer ball and then afterwards Oscar returns the favor and then does the same thing to her and then there's a little bit more of these interactions between them throughout the match and for me they were the standouts in this. Like they were the ones that I kind of felt myself like gravitates towards a little bit more. Uh, So I feel that Dakota was actually the one that I mean, aside from her interactions with Oscar, uh, I do feel like she was the one that I kind of kept my eye on a little bit more. It seems like she just came in there and was a little bit more hard hitting. She just stood out a little bit more to me during this. And then obviously this moments where we got Oscar uh, and uh, Io, that was obviously pretty cool too. I think like instantly you were just like, oh shit, like let's pay attention because you know these two women are interacting. So that was pretty cool too. But uh, the finish was fine. Uh, you know, the, the it was. I think it, you know it was predictable in terms of the team that was going to win but i think regardless it was still a fun little matchup there
0: yeah and i mean i just i'm just glad that this tag team division and this tag team tournament is being given time and ultimately women's wrestling got like the first well besides riddle and rollins like the first half hour of this program
2: and with the good lead-in too
0: yeah yeah a lot of a lot of good stuff there I, i i'm just glad there's juice being given to this There was also a little bit given to Balor and Ziggler. Now, there wasn't a ton of, like, there wasn't really any build for this match, so they built it backstage. But very little of it made sense. (laughs) So, So Finn Balor is being portrayed as a guy who does not respect the veterans backstage. So Finn Balor's 41. Finn Balor has been, first came up to Raw at, like, six years ago over six years ago he's wrestled for 21 years and he's saying stuff like oh well you attached yourself to theory because that's what you do you attach yourself to younger up and coming talent Bobby Roode is 46 years old Denise
2: (laughs) do you think they did that on purpose or was it an accidental thing
0: I don't know um well, now I want Bobby Roode to show up in like joggers and like, I want him dressing like a 21 year old. Like he's All like, the, he's get the, the cool guy. shoes,
2: get the cool yes. shoes, get the sweatpants, get the colorful shirt, get a little fanny oh. pack, put some sunglasses on.
0: And, and Ziggler goes, dude, we're the same age.
2: <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> like I'm, that. That was funny.
0: I'm glad that he said that because like they, they are like, why? What is the deal here? Like, why are they pretending like like Finn Balor is some like
2: And young, then we got we got a little bitch line from Dolph Ziggler that too? That was good. I like that. Are they allowed to say little bitch? Yeah, they here are, are the now rules. he, he knocked like, them down. The
0: rules. And he's like, hey, you're going to come out to the ring. You're going to be a little bitch.
2: Well, that's true because they always do the bitch line, but it's not very often well, that I, we get the little bitch.
0: I love that. I call Disco Inferno a little bitch all the time because he's a little bitch. <laughs> but like, it, it's a good line. It's a good one to throw at somebody. And I'm glad that, that, that he did it. But this match was good. They're just going out there and having good matches. And they built this match over a couple minutes. Now, was it like a great build? No. I would say it was a pretty dumb build. But I like, you know what? The fact that they, yeah, it worked.
2: It worked. It gives us something to talk about, something to laugh about, uh, something that was either stupid on accident or stupid on purpose. I don't know, but it ended up working. Uh, I will say that I was definitely interested in this match. And I didn't really think I, like, if you would have just told me, like, ahead of time, hey, we're going to get this match. I'd be like, "Ah, okay, whatever, you know. But I ended up being a lot more interested in this match as it was happening. And that like, dumb little build that they did actually worked for me because I thought it was funny. It was like, you little bitch." (laughs) (laughs) that was awesome um but what I did like about too is that we so you know we we're seeing the continuation there of uh you know Rhea Ripley getting involved in these matches and kind of like you know we've seen everything that she's been doing with Dominic Mysterio we saw her essentially like sucker punching Dolph Ziggler during this match and then you know later on she does her thing at the end of the night uh so I kind of like how we were just kind of Setting, planning. I don't know, say planning the seeds, but we we're just they were keeping that consistency going with Rhea Ripley. There, uh, I liked the ending. I thought it was a solid little match, and people were definitely interested in it.
0: Uh, I mean, I, this was a, yeah, again, a good match. It had a little bit of a build. Finn Balor ended up winning because Rhea Ripley got involved. I like seeing guys that are a little bit smaller, like Balor, do moves like the power bomb because why not if they can do it? Like why not? Do that. I mean, I grew up on the cruiser weights and seeing Eddie Guerrero powerbombing the living shit out of people. So I love that. We also saw a promo backstage where they, they make light of Dominic getting his ass whipped by Rhea all the time. But this promo was not good. It had Finn Balor showing off his custom jacket and saying that Rey Mysterio is 6'1 Mine. What the hell? I don't hell? get it. What do you
2: mean, 6-1-mine? Mind or mine?
0: Mine. M-I-N-E. I don't get Oh, mine.
2: 6-1. Oh, that makes sense. He's 6-1-mine basically saying, like, I'm going to have his number. He's mine. I'm going to kick his ass. I, yeah, that's I know. That's what
0: it meant, it's, it's, right? It's lame. You know,
2: it's lame, but <laughs> that's what it meant, right? 6-1-mine. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's super lame. Yeah, 6-1-mine.
0: That is, that is, uh. That is so bad. That is so bad.
2: Maybe <laughs> they thought it was a good line, like a play uh, on words.
0: Jambeard uh, says, why didn't they just have Mandy replace Gigi and she teams with uh, JC Jane? Even if they lost, it would have made sense. This was surprising to me, Denise. Uh, that Toxic Attraction was pulled and like just add Mandy Rose to it and then have JC take the pin.
2: I mean, they could have done that unless I don't know what they were. Why they didn't want to do that? Why wouldn't they want to do to make it easier than having to do this whole second chance tournament for a lot of the teams that like? I don't know what the interest is like for the second round team for these teams that are getting the second chance. Like I was looking at this and I'm thinking, really, only Dewdrop and Nikki to me are the team that I would say like, oh, put them in the tournament again. But it kind of it kind of feels pointless to me it kind of feels pointless to me because I don't really think I mean obviously they can do whatever they want but I just don't really feel like they're going like it doesn't matter because they're not gonna win whoever gets the second chance isn't gonna win yeah right so it kind of feels pointless I feel bad saying that but it does
0: so also Oscar and Alexa are not in this match so it's only the people who lost in the first round so the team that won tonight or that won the first round and made it to the second round. They don't get the second opportunity. They are actively punished for winning a match in the first round. Yeah. Which I'm like, come on.
2: Come yeah, on. I think they should have just put in Mandy Rose or something, or I don't know. That would have probably been the easiest for sure.
0: Joel says, imagine the tag division getting time something we haven't seen in years. If that happens, it's a wrap. I don't know what it's a, it's a wrap on, but I want to see it. I want to see everything made as important as possible. I, I want to see things happen that, that matter as much as, as humanly possible. And they've done that with the IC title and the U.S. title. And they're doing that with the women's tag.
2: They're starting to do that. It's going to take a while because they did a lot of damage to both of those belts. So they're well, starting to, like, you know, fix their errors, change their ways and all of that. But it is going to take a while, though.
0: And uh, yeah, I just, I want to see them do that with the men's tag team titles too, because that hasn't been promising so far. And yeah. Luis says, both are young lions compared to Bobby Fish. That's very clever. That's very clever. (laughs) Jan Beard says, judgment day promo felt like they were high school bullies in a Disney channel TV show. Oh my God. Six one mine is terrible.
2: Okay. So I was, I kid you not there. Sometimes I come up with some dumb jokes and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should tweet this because you never know. People are going to get mad, right? So that screenshot of the judgment day at the end with they're all kind of like looking at the camera. I was going to put I was going to caption it. The homies when they try to peer pressure you. But then I was like, I don't know if people are going to get like, you know, people are like, you know, they always try to find something wrong. So I didn't know. But now that someone else thought it too. Now I regret not posting my tweet.
0: Because it does.
2: Like, you've ever been peer pressured to do anything, Sean? I have. Me? No. You've never been peer pressured.
0: Er, or Denise, I get peer pressured every day on Twitter. I'm talking as a
2: young, impressionable teenager. I'm talking as a child. Yeah, exactly. did you, did you rise above the peer pressure or did you do what they oh, wanted hell no. to do? No, I
0: did what they wanted to do. You did Sean. How could you, I rose <laughs> uh, above it. I yeah, didn't do anything
2: you. that they wanted me to do. Uh,
0: sorry. Sorry. But
2: I was going to tweet that. I might still tweet it.
0: Man. Jambeard, <laughs> it says, <was> funny. <laughs> Jambeard says, I thought Balor was saying to Ziggler for clinging onto your younger talent, which is what Balor was doing with priest and Rhea. Well, priest ain't, priest ain't younger priest is like 39 and i love baby he doesn't wrestle i mean yeah he's 39 years old he'll be 40 this year but i mean he wrestles like he's 30 he's very active and you know very sprightly so to speak so like as far as WWE years yeah absolutely but i i did think that was a little bit funny too Ryan says, don't know if you all cut the Bray Wyatt Easter egg by Dolph said, when he said theory's got the whole world in his hands. I, I doubt did. it's a coincidence. I, I, I caught that. I I don't know. I haven't been told anything specifically about that outside of when I was told that uh, they believe that they have a better chance of getting Bray Wyatt back now than they did. Um, Maybe before. he's just
2: a big Con Air fan.
0: <laughs> Gee, nobody's a big Con Air fan. I like that movie. That movie sucks. What? You didn't
2: like Con Air?
0: No, I didn't.
2: What's wrong with you? That movie is good.
0: Tremaine says Denise's makeup is on point, but her internet is not. Yeah, your connections. Oh, it's uh, my
2: connection. You should have told me something. I didn't know. Hold on.
0: It's pretty bad. that
2: explains it.
0: What? What happened?
2: You should have told me something. I had no idea my internet wasn't working that great.
0: Well, I'll tell you something. NordVPN.com slash Fightful works no no matter what your internet connection. (laughs) NordVPN. Denise, quit interrupting my ad read. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Hey, this this, uh, gimmick image is outdated. You get four months free now. You can change your virtual location with just one click. That's how I watched UFC this past weekend. At a much more reduced rate, I was able to subscribe to an overseas service, get it for much more affordably than I would in the States. So this effectively pays for your NordVPN for you for months and months and months because you're saving all kinds of money. You can get uh, AEW+, you can get WWE Network in Canada, you can get that online threat protection, all that good stuff with NordVPN.com slash Fightful, and it works on all your devices you can change your virtual location to, I don't know, New Zealand, Lithuania, anything like that with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I use this every single day, uh, was able to use this to get around the terrible uh, internet that my PSN ended up having or my PlayStation 5 ended up having and upped my speeds a little bit there when they didn't think I was on that, that NAT 2, so to speak. Denise, are you back?
2: Yeah, I'm back. How do I look now? Can like you see shit. me better?
0: Like shit.
2: Does my internet work is what I'm asking. Because it's working well on my Sorry, end. Sorry, I can't. I tested it and can't I'm very you. fast.
0: You're, you're cutting out. You're cutting out badly. Uh, I'm joking. You're not. Actually. I knew
2: I wasn't because there was no way. I literally just tested to the internet right now and it said very fast. And and you're not buffering for me at all. So am I a clear image now?
0: Yes. Jambeard says Denise Sean's the one that does the pressuring. True. Jambeard says Nick Cage and Conair remind Sean too much of Kentucky. I live in Kentucky, my friend. But uh, no, that accent is nothing like Kentucky. That is just horrible.
2: Whose accent's horrible?
0: Um
2: Who are we talking about?
0: Nick Cage's and Con Air.
2: What what are you talking? Oh, Nicholas Cage? I like his accent. He's like, uh. <laughs> I liked Nicolas Cage's accent in the movie. <laughs> was it in... Wait, what's his character supposed to be from Kentucky? I don't remember. Sean.
0: Denise, stop I'm it. sorry. Line Drive says, Con Air is like one of three regular rotation Nick, Co- Nick Cage movies between National Treasure, Gone in 60 Seconds. Con Air rules. Uh, I like 8mm a lot more. Well, we got a lot of people speculating Bray Wyatt. Cameron says, did you see the tweet Bray liked on his Twitter? His cryptic messages made the letters WWE. And KE775 says, any ideas on who he's looking to bring back next? Well, I would imagine Bray would be a big one that he would try to bring back, Denise. Um, I I can tell you some internal scheduling things have changed a little bit lately, so I don't know if we're going to be getting a roster refresh as soon as as even talent thought. So I would imagine a pretty steady stream of talent returning to the company because I'm pretty sure triple H got there and was like, ah, damn, we got some depth issues here.
2: Well, I think it's pretty clear given that we've gotten so many people back already and it's just been a short amount of time. And it seems like triple H is moving fast. And obviously when we talk about, you know, who later on, we'll talk more about that.
0: Oh man. Orion Benz's back-to-back segments with Champa, Loomis, Theory, and Gargano. Dakota and EO were involved and carried segments. Gable and Owens had the house burning down. Black and gold, full revenge on display. Vince can stay mad now. So much talent getting shine.
2: That is true. How do
0: you think Vince feels?
2: Do you think he's watching? Or do you think... Because I don't know what his approach is. He's either watching and, like, critiquing and being, like, super hard on the show... Or he's like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to talk about it because, you know, I don't know. I'm retired. I don't know what his mentality is during this. You know, it's like, do you like mourn over it? Do you just like obsess over it? I don't know what he's doing.
0: Uh, I mean. What I, I think, do you
2: think he's taken? I think, completely he's probably,
0: I think he's probably working out. He's probably watching the show, but it's very clear he has zero input. Zero input. I think
2: he's still watching, like he's watching it, because I feel like you would be like sad. Like I would want to watch it if I wasn't like there anymore.
0: I th- I think that he's probably still watching it. I do. Okay. We have the Gable open challenge. He cut, what well, I, I thought this was not a good promo. Is I think it he thought it was going to get like super super heat, but it was just.
2: You sh- didn't like Chad Gable's promo?
0: No, I didn't like it
2: why i loved it i thought it was hilarious he's accepting new students he buries canada i thought it was hilarious
0: i didn't People like were it pissed. All. they were I, reacting they were I mad they so. booed i didn't think the reaction was that good all things considered i mean this wasn't like elias and, and owens in seattle that we're talking about here like it was it was okay i sh- I, I thought that it It was designed to get this mega heat, but it wasn't there. But Owens answering the challenge got some mega reaction. Like that got an incredible reaction.
2: I thought it got some good reaction, especially when he said that their team, the Maple Leafs had lost to Tampa Bay. And then he said, I'm going to educate you. There's no ice in Tampa Bay. That got some pretty good reactions.
0: Yeah, but uh, I liked
2: this promo. I didn't like
0: it at all. I just thought it was, I thought it was an awful lot of, of cheap heat. And it just but wasn't. That's, for that's,
2: me. that's what it was supposed to be though.
0: I know. And I didn't like it.
2: I thought he I thought it was fine. I thought it was good.
0: Well, Kevin Owens answered the challenge. Uh Toronto liked Kevin Owens an awful lot, Denise. You think? Anything else you want to add to that, Denise? Well,
2: I thought you were going to continue on. You buried the Gable promo, so I'm thinking, okay, what's else? I mean, I said I didn't like it. it?
0: I said I didn't like it. That's burying it.
2: You said you you literally said it was cheap. It was cheap. It wasn't good. It was boring. The crowd didn't like it. did not say it was boring. I boring. you made that up, Sean. No,
0: I said I didn't like it. It was
2: you didn't like it because it was boring. Just say
0: it. Or I just didn't like it because I didn't like the content of it. It just wasn't wasn't good for me. I've heard him cut this same promo a hundred times already, but. And you
2: liked it all those other hundred times.
0: Yeah. And then the shit got old, Denise. I'm
2: just saying, this is the first time you've never liked a Chad Gable promo. And I don't understand why, because I actually think it was like, there's been other ones where I thought they weren't that great. And, and even you liked them. And I thought this one was fine. I don't
0: like the same shit over and over again.
2: Seems like you do. Just saying. What the fuck are you talking about, Denise? I'm just saying, okay, fine. You didn't like and the trouble. I, I, just admit it. Like say it like you thought it was boring.
0: I didn't say it was boring. I said I didn't like it.
2: Okay, fine. You didn't like it because it was I can just like lame. it. I okay. yes. Yes. All right. So you didn't anyway, like the name.
0: Anyway, Kevin oh. Owens came out. He got a great reaction. Uh they had a good match. Owens ended up winning. Otis attacks him afterwards, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, because owens beat both of their asses and left them laying i'm liking this very clearly uh triple h has a vision for kevin owens that is categorically different than what vince mcmahon had
2: all righty well my thoughts on this my favorite part of all of this was when kevin owens basically said give me that cauliflower ear buddy that was hilarious i thought that was good this match was fine it was enjoyable they you know had some good spots in it, especially uh, all leading towards the finish. It was exciting. It was good. Um, Otis, there was a moment where, oh, yeah, there was a moment for, for commentary where they said that Otis told them something about, was he talking about Gable's hips or was he talking about his own hips? Because he said something about how his h- hips are like Shakira's, but I missed if he said that Otis's hips were like Shakira's or Gable's hips were like Shakira's.
0: They talked an awful lot about Shakira. They, they had yes. a little. They had a little. Uh, yeah. Pl- it felt out of, of the
2: blue. Like, why were they just like it didn't make any sense because it wasn't even like any of them were like shaking their hips or doing something hip related where they would bring up hips and Shakira. It was kind of weird. <laughs> Nobody else thought that it was just I mean, it was so out of left field.
0: I didn't give it that much thought, but it was Gable's. I
2: rewinded to because I heard like the the part like where they said it. I'm like, wait, what? And I rewinded it to see if I missed something, and I didn't miss anything.
0: Nicholas says Sammy chance started when Kevin got attacked after. Guys, if you all did not watch SmackDown, watch that five-way match and watch the Sammy reaction. That was special. And we had Reigns leaning on Sammy a lot more on SmackDown and saying, hey. Let let Owens know. I don't owe anybody anything. It seems an awful lot like we're headed towards maybe a Sammy KO reunion. And that's something that I think the tag team division needs. And I think if there's a team that could, should, and would be appropriate to unseat the Usos, it'd be KO and Sammy Zayn. Like, they've never been tag team champions before. They are a great entertaining team. They are a tried and true formula. We know that they're going to work. That's who I want to see take take the tag titles. I'd be on board. Yeah. Uh, Jan Beard says Gable should have buried Drake. That would have been funny. That would have been funnier, at least. Jan Beard says this was NXT KO, Music Tron shirt, everything. Denise, your connection has gotten crappy again. No, it hasn't. Her, her connection is good. The thing that I hate most is when one person in the chat is like, I can't hear you guys. I don't know. Turn your volume on, maybe unmute it. Plug up your speakers, and then everybody else is like, "I'm good." Every time, at least once a week, somebody somebody pulls that.
2: Well, I just wish you would have told me ahead of time that my internet was crap because I had the no hell idea. How was I supposed
0: to know? You're watching.
2: You're like on the show. You should have been like, "Hey, Denise, fix your internet." Nah,
0: I don't care that much. Um, I care. Ted Gruber asks when Subway is sponsoring this show. They're not, but you know what? You know who is? FightfulSelect.com and Fightful on TikTok. Follow us at Fightful.com on TikTok. We have some funny little things. We got clips from shows, clips from interviews, news reports. Give us a follow on TikTok. And FightfulSelect.com, we had all kinds of news today. We had uh, Trevor Murdoch early uh, access notes. We had news on Johnny Gargano coming back to WWE. We had news uh, on the WWE Raw plans, the Dexter Loomis story that was happening. We had the Backstage Report podcast. Right now is the Alex Palowski Sour Graps post-show review with Kate Hensler. It's so much more than just exclusive news. And now uh, anniversary billing is in effect. If any of you were hesitant to subscribe because you're afraid you'd get billed again on the 1st, that is now out the window. We have anniversary billing in effect, so you'll get billed again uh, the 22nd of next month. So... Fightfulselect.com, only $5. It is the most affordable, exclusive wrestling news service that has ever existed. It is literally more inexpensive than wrestling news services were in like 1989, for the love of God.
2: You're cheaper than gas.
0: <sighs> no, we're not. I mean, not not cheaper uh, than a gallon. Yes, here. here. There, there, yeah.
2: Here, yes. I it's like it five something, almost $6. So It actually Damn. went down a little bit too, so that's
0: good. I always it was funny how the car rental place was like, Oh, do you want to fill up here? It's cheaper. And it was like 80 cents more. And I was like, shut, go to hell. Go to <laughs> hell. Pissing me off.
2: Did you fill up in San Pedro?
0: No, I filled up uh next to uh You didn't near have your,
2: your homies in San Pedro fill you up oh, with your boy. gas tank.
0: Jojo says Shakira's taxes lie though. Three eye emojis.
2: Oh man.
0: I I mean I, I'm not I gonna love Shakira. Yeah, I'm not gonna judge on that. Depend, it's got to be real hard as a celebrity to make sure all that stuff is in check because of all the traveling that you do in general. But Cyclops says, "Why is Subhost so obsessed with hips tonight?" Uh, Denise is just a-, a noted perv. So cool. I'm cool with that. Lm Arthur Steele says, "Homegirl Denise looking extra fly tonight." Yes, indeed. And uh, he, he also says, SRS, cheers to our birthdays coming up next Tuesday. Great work as always, my dude. I'll Sean,
2: I haven't gotten you a gift yet.
0: I'm shocked. I'm shocked.
2: I hope it makes it on t- I'm going to do it tomorrow for sure. It's been on my list. It's been on my calendar. I just wrote SRS gift for like the last three weeks. It just says SRS gift, but I haven't actually done it. Oh, come on.
0: I'll actually be on the air with you as my birthday hits next week. Oh, really? Tremaine says Vince is enjoying meat, cheese, and rice and a sour cream wrapped in tortilla. I doubt it. That sounds like a smacadilla. I had one of those uh when we did media at WrestleMania, Denise. It sucked so bad. Smackadillas. You were, were eating bad.
2: everything that day, Sean. That was did so bad. about that. Did what? I of you for that?
0: I'm eating leather.
2: No, that no, that was another, that was the other one. What was and I no, eating? No, because this the was it when did you have the smacadilla?
0: It was, was it um, no, it
2: was WrestleMania, wasn't it? It was Dallas, yeah.
0: It was Dallas because if you remember, I tried to get that that Monster Energy DoorDash, and they brought me a hot Monster <laughs> That's why Energy. I was
2: laughing at you. I paid eleven had-
0: bucks for it
2: <laughs> because you door dashed. A monster energy drink, and it came hot. And then I told you, hey, Sean, go get a cup and some ice." And You were like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <You can't. laughs> and then I saw you eat something. You left, and I saw you coming back munching, and then you left again. Yeah. No, no, you had something oh. else prior to that. It was like a bread or a muffin that they had in that catering thing. Oh, it was and so dry. You, yeah. And then you came back, and you were eating again, and I was like, damn, Sean. So I like, got,
0: <laughs> I got up. I was – I, I, I went out on the town the night before that. I'll say that. I was you out. Painted
2: pre- the town red. I life. was I was out
0: pretty late the night before and <laughs> I did not have time to get up and have breakfast. So I was like, oh man, I don't have time to go get an energy drink or anything. So I door dashed a monster energy and they brought it to me hot because we're there like four or five hours. And I remember right after that, you had to go like to GCW. No, ROH. ROH. That's what it was. Um, so. I was like, damn, I got to get something to eat. So I had one of those terrible muffins. I, I took one bite. To
2: go downstairs. They had a cafe, Sean.
0: No, the line was out the door and wrapped around to the stairs. So I would have missed like a bunch of interviews. I would have missed the great Braun Breaker interview that I did. <laughs> right. might just still unseen. I've never posted it. <laughs> or the minute 45 that I got with uh, AJ. We should listen, Denise. If we get a 10,000, it. Sean. 10, I'm not that that'll get didn't your raise. You post,
2: didn't you post it and weren't people criticizing you?
0: Yes, people were like See? "See, people were like, Oh, he very clearly doesn't like Sean. And I'm like, guys, I've done three interviews with me. He walked up to me and he said, Brother, we gotta make sure we get one in. And I said, I would be yeah. too embarrassed. I'm like,
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, you want to you want to know something really sad? By the way, am I still pixelated? You're, yeah,
0: of course you're pixelated. Ah.
2: All right, I don't know what to do. I'm sorry. Should I exit and come back again?
0: You should turn, you should reset your router, Denise is what you should do. I don't
2: know how to do that. What? <laughs> Denise, what? It's because like oh, I don't do that.
0: It's oh too much my work. God. Orlando okay. says, Did you guys see the video uh, from TNZ of Jake Atlas's arrest? That was not good. Uh indeed it was not, and I I don't really have a lot of other things to say about that it was it's a very unfortunate situation obviously yeah your, your internet's back but yeah that, that's not a good look at all i mean domestic abuse isn't a good look for it at all either uh joel wood says ko failed to dethrone reigns last year the next best thing is dethroning the usos revenge coming full circle and that would be referenced if they did a promo if they did a feud and that's what i appreciate about this regime Beard says did you see on Twitter today?" Uh, Sammy wished Jimmy a happy birthday, but said nothing to Jay. I did see that. That was such a great touch. Savage. I love it. I love it so much.
2: By the way, I didn't get to finish what I was saying about the Braun Breaker interview. Really quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, yeah. It's really embarrassing because I was like, hey guys, we're here with NXT champion Braun Breaker, right? Pumped and shit. And then he's like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? <laughs> what yeah. And then I was like, oh, I just deflated like really fast.
0: You are, you are at least one of two or three people that were there that didn't run their interviews. And listen, I, I will say this. If you guys get us to 10,000 subscribers, I will do my best to convince Denise. I will try to make it worth her while and get this. I'll try to get it from the other person too. I'll try to do like a double feature. Now, listen, I don't
2: even know if I still have it. Hold on.
0: How are you going to delete that? Denise?
2: I don't know if I have it. Oh, I think oh. I have it in another computer.
0: Every, everybody, you keep everything. You oh, yeah, keep everything. I
2: know where it's at. Hold on.
0: Anyway, Joel Wood says, I meant it's a wrap as in it seems to be the last division that needs fixing. They're already improving the mid-card and women's division. I meant that as it's a good thing. Joel, I, okay, I get that. I thought you meant like a wrap for impact and AEW. They're dead. But the, the tag team division, the men's tag team division, still needs a lot. Still needs an awful lot. Uh, but we'll we'll see how that all hashes out. There's still work to be done. Aliyah's doing an interview backstage, and uh, Bailey and her buddy show up and intimidate her. Trish Stratus runs to her aid, and then Bailey is like, "You know what? I'll face you. I'll return to the ring tonight," and she does, and uh, Bailey wins. So I I did like this, like the ho- the hometown girl didn't win this time but she got the ovation she has she has no business beating bailey to begin with but bailey's back in the ring that felt big uh i'm i'm happy with how this all went because i mean this is pretty what pretty well where alia should be i think
2: honestly i'm gonna be real i'm just gonna say it this this was this dragged on a little bit too long for me i was quite frankly a little bit bored with this one and i get what they were trying to do but what it felt to me was just like an elongated
1: squash
0: yeah and that's that's what it was and we got uh nicholas olsen saying bailey using the sasha knees in the corner on the middle rope that was a nice touch as well but I, I, I'm getting
2: you the interview, Sean. If I find it in time, I will have you play it tonight, but only the beginning because I haven't even seen it since I shot it. Okay, all I remember was my experience.
0: <laughs> well, like mine was. I don't, was want, real I don't want
2: everybody to bury me and be like Denise is a shitty interview. Okay, <laughs>
1: interviewer. Bright,
0: Brighton says, "What's the current select sub count? We are over 8,300. Uh, the beginning of the month, even though we have anniversary billing off." we're going to lose a bunch because that's just naturally when probably 95% of our people's renew at this point. So uh, yeah, but if we get to 10,000, that would be great. Joel said, so is Braun Breaker at least improving from one interview to the next, or is it still the same? No, he's not. And listen, I just want to say this personally. I like him. He's a, he's a very, very nice guy. It's just the interviews aren't, aren't hot. They're not hot.
2: And remember, I was saying the thing about Austin Theory and how, like, he like really improved, and it wasn't like yeah. he like you could just tell like the difference.
0: Yeah, and uh, I'm sure that Braun will pick it up. But uh, we got Lashley and Styles versus Miz and Champa. It ends in a no contest because I found
2: it, Sean. I'm sending Denise, it Denise. <laughs> let me review this match. Sorry, <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry.
0: So. <laughs> We have we have been seeing throughout the evening Adam Pierce with like a picture of Dexter Loomis in his hand, directing police, security, riot police, etc. And then we see somebody try to attack AJ, but it's just a fan. But then we see somebody stand up with riot police gear on and take it off. It's Dexter Loomis. And he kidnaps Miz while staring at the camera the entire time. This was so good. I didn't even mind the DQ, no contest, whatever finish that happened here because I was like, Damn, this is just, this worked out really well. And it was it was spontaneous. I mean, we knew Dexter Loomis was going to get involved to some degree. I know you got your mind on other things and probably aren't even paying no, attention I'm to I'm listening anything. to you. Okay. What did you think with Dexter everywhere. Loomis popping up?
2: Dude, I will say this because Dexter Loomis in NXT the last time we saw him he wasn't at his hottest he wasn't in the best like storyline i i think it was probably like a couple weeks before he got released uh they did like this tag team i forgot i think it was a tag team match um with indy Harwell, duke hudson uh dexter loomis and uh oh and persia parada as well so it was all four of them right and um I remember that it, the ending to that was so bad on NXT that people in the CWC were chanting this is stupid. This is stupid. So with that being said, the the last couple of months for Dexter Loomis were utterly terrible. What is Denise, you need to
0: you need to reset your goddamn router.
2: I'm <laughs> You need sorry. to turn off
0: your modem and turn it back on desperately denise holy cow it is bad it ain't getting any better until you do that abysmal minus five stars is what i give denise's internet connection let me find my my cute little frame here that's just me where 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 do we got what do we got in here surely we got something right Damn, I didn't even know we had this one. Look at this weird-looking one. (laughs) Oh, why would they put that little block there? can't even see my head. What the hell's going on here? Well, there we go. Uh, We got this frame. Listen, this is what Denise looked like on her stream. That's... They're in higher quality than Denise's actual graphics. Amazing. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. You'll love to see it. Jambeard says Denise streaming through an N64. And Terry Allen Jr. says Aliyah was crying while standing. Did you notice? Hey, it beats her throwing up, right? <laughs> Mike Oxlong says Denise using a 56K modem. Woof, uh, Henry T. Casey says, "If Loomis was in the riot helmet, who was in the hoodie? Indy? No. Um, local comp WWE is uh, the account to follow for that stuff. It is Rajan Husher. He's on Instagram, and uh, yeah, there we go. He he was there. He's a I think a 19 year old wrestler that they used as an extra, but they they had brought in extras for that already." cyclops says stop using two dixie cups and string as internet denise <laughs> get in your super chats get in your humper chats we would greatly appreciate it roast denise and her internet <laughs> leonza says i remember people liking index yeah it's just they made it really really stupid jambeard says i'm seeing two carrion crosses you yeah, know that'd be axe and smash Right there, or maybe one was smash and crush at that point. I don't even know. But look, I had this graphic made for like gaming stuff, but it was just bad. They had that thing up there, then they had like ones from WWE Raw down there, and one like I don't even know where the hell they got that one. That would have to be from Fire Pro, wouldn't it? Did they ever put Blue Blazer in a 2D wrestling game? That would have had to have been a created wrestler from Fire Pro. I have no idea where our graphics team got this from. Killing a little bit of time to get Denise um, back in the fold, but Kurt Angle is coming back next week. you love to see it. Utilizing these legends makes me very happy. But uh, Johnny Gargano did come back, and we're going to hit you guys with some super chats, humper chats. Joe says, love the spontaneity of Gargano. Just faded in from commercial, and bam, here's Johnny yes rebel heart hit and i was like wait a second wait a second is it could it be it is joel wood says how much you want to bet johnny still trends during <laughs> aw in cleveland on wednesday that would be the rib right that johnny doesn't trend after not being on tv in nine months and trending all the time now a lot of people are asking did you know did you know officially no I had a really good feeling he was heading back. I was scheduled to interview him like last week and it got moved and I'm like, all right, Johnny. Now he had, um, he had told me it was like something with a pediatrician or something. How am I going to doubt that? How am I going to finger wag the man for that? Now we posted an update on FightfulSelect.com, and, uh, we greatly appreciate if you guys subscribed But um, this was kept very secret. This was kept very private from people backstage. Wasn't on rundowns, anything like that. Um, He had no interest in going to AEW or Impact Wrestling. I don't know the interest level between him and AEW. I don't know. Now, I'm sure that he's going to talk about this. I was told, was told, I would get that interview no matter what happened. And that's the exact phrase that I was told. So then I was like, you mean no matter what happens what do you mean whatever happens so that had me a little bit suspicious but had heard nothing about toronto had heard nothing about tonight this was uh so very very cool and hey you know what Uh, i make my business off of uh spoilers but this was very fun to see and no i'm not going to stop posting spoilers Orlando says, Raw was good tonight. Great to see Johnny back. Give us Beth versus Rhea, please. Oh, I hope so. Cyclops says, happy to see John, but what's the news on Candace? Well, if, man, if you're AEW, you got to make a play for Candace still, right? Like, she is such an important part to have in that division. But if you're not that interested in building a division and, and, adding some some meat to it and adding some like smoke to your your stories then just don't even bother. Dick the cock Johnson says on vacation in Europe and randomly woke up at 4 a.m. So I decided to put on Raw and it was just in time for Johnny. So happy. I was very happy too. Um I mean I was I was supposed to host Johnny's uh Starcast panel, but scheduling conflicts kind of uh prevented that but He's a good person, and you want more people like him in your locker room. You want people that are willing to help other people. You want people that uh, are versatile performers, and he is that. He's a very entertaining performer, but he's good in the ring. He's got a lot of years left in him. Trey says, the Twins pissed me off to the fullest. Then the Gargano music hit literally two minutes after the game. And boy, am I so happy right now. I love that people are willing to send super chat just because they're so happy. About this. And we're going to talk about the, the 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 meat of what happened. Hopefully when Denise comes back, assuming she ever comes back. I don't know at this point. I think we may have just lost her forever. Ryan says, shout out to Triple H for not allowing the Organo surprise to leak. It was smart of him to debut in Toronto, where they actually know who he is. I think most WWE audiences at least know who he is. But I mean, I get that. But also in front of a packed house in Toronto, too. Uh, at scotia bank they're going to coca-cola coliseum by the way which is where aew is running but they're going back there in december because that's going to be a a smaller or a shorter show or a smaller show on a live event i think but johnny coming back here like you i had been saying for like the last few months like i thought he was probably going to wwe because if he was going to aew why wouldn't he have already been there by now now, that being said, we have some more details on the sort of negotiation process and the free agent process that he went through on FightfulSelect.com. But when Vince falls out of power, like, he's one of the guys that you look at and you go, well, this is objectively good for him, right? Like, this is fantastic news for him. It is it is a great move for Triple H to be in control and going with one of his faves. And I saw somebody, and I wasn't trying to dunk on them, but they said, oh, but this seems like an awful lot of nepotism by Triple H. And I'm like, well, that's welcome to to all wrestling ever, forever. Oh, we got Denise.
2: Do I work now?
0: Uh, I mean, it was still a little grainy, but you know what? We're going to rock with it. We're going to rock with it. I don't know what's
2: happening. It. it just goes in and out. I, reached, mm. I turned it on. I turned it off. I prayed. I don't know what's I going prayed. on.
0: I you said prayed. a prayer. I
2: have no idea.
0: Well, Denise. Johnny Gargano is back.
2: Yes, he is.
0: And now we can talk about the actual promo. He said, uh, Evangelina Gray says, I missed you guys. And Heard, never having watched NXT, saying, I missed you too. It, it felt genuine. It felt great. His music hit, and the crowd was like, What? It's like, Really? He's back? And he said that he thought about retiring and then he thought about his child and thought about his dreams and wanted his child to know that you could accomplish those dreams no matter how big they are. Let's talk about him talking before Theory came out. And just the surprise aspect of this, Denise, this was a shocker.
2: Yeah, it definitely was. I had that kind of my reaction was uh you know I was watching right and then I saw like I heard the music I saw his name flash up on the screen and I and I read I was like oh yeah Gargano and then I was like oh shit Gargano it was like this thing where you had to do this like double take and I really thought it was awesome because I legitimately was not expecting him here tonight so for me it was kind of like oh shoot like this is really happening right now and instantly I just thought like oh my god you know we had been waiting and wondering you know what was gonna happen I felt like for the most part. I felt pretty positive with Triple H, like, you know, taking over and, you know, running creative and all of that. I felt pretty positive that we were going to be seeing Johnny Gargano uh, return to WWE. But at the same time, you just never really know until it happens. And so when it did, I was surprised. And then the promo with him, just basically talking about how, uh, you know, he's a father now and he has baby wrestling. That was really cute. Um, you know, he talks about how, uh, you know, he, he reiterates his, his accolades from NXT uh all of that i think he got a really great reaction it legitimately felt like a surprise and everything that he said was simple straight to the point and it was nice
0: yeah it was it was great to see and like i said that's the kind of person that you want in your locker room uh punks our punk says on my way home from the show apparently my reaction to gargano made it on tv still shaking what a show love you guys you went to a great show you went to a good show and that's the thing like If Raw comes to your town now, you're getting a ticket because you don't want to miss something. You don't want to miss a big moment or a classic match. And any given week now, you are being conditioned to believe that one of these things are happening. You're going to see a big turn or a title match or a classic match or a return or something that shocks you. And that's what wrestling, that's what WWE has missed for a long time.
2: And I feel like now with Johnny Gary and, and you know, I know that Triple H has had plenty of surprises, you know, hit road Dakota Kai, all of that. But this is the first legitimate um, person that I really feel uh, signifies the change for this new chapter, this new era, whatever you want to call it, like this does feel like the first official huge move for Triple H. And it also kind of like, it, it makes you wonder like, you know, what the possibilities are going to be like, where they're going to go from here, how things are going to be different, because we all knew that, like, you know, so many times how many people were like, oh, yeah, you know, Johnny Gargano was never going to be on the main roster because of this, this or that, and Vince this, and Vince that. And it was like, damn, you know, he's done everything he can on NXT. He's had, like, Great match after great match. And then for, for him to finally, it feels so crazy when you think about everything that had to happen for him to, and for other people in the future to get these opportunities, like, on the main roster in WWE. Like, it's kind of crazy when you think about everything that had to happen for there to be changed.
0: Leonza says, Gargano is my Daniel Bryan. I missed the yes movement, but he's the reason I fell for NXT. He's the perfect underdog babyface. Please push him to the moon. He is a great underdog baby face. He, I mean, that, that's what his promo exemplified. And we have uh, Steve Fullhart saying, I think Triple H heard the complaints about Raw Hour 3. Not only that, it's football season again. And pun intended, far too often we saw WWE punt on Monday nights. They were just like, ain't nobody going to watch, so why even try? That ain't that ain't this guy. That ain't Triple H, and that ain't hour three of WWE Raw anymore. They did something that they knew was going to get people talking, and it did. Connor says, "Honestly, thought I'd fallen asleep and dreamt about Johnny coming out. Great surprise!" And he did tweet he wanted it to be a surprise. It was. Eddie McMack says the Triple H era is in full effect with the return of Johnny. Who's next in line to return? And I you also
2: I, gotta wonder, like, <clears throat> what. And, and, you know, I think aside from Dakota Kai, he's really the only one. Dakota Kai was a surprise, and John Gargano was a surprise. Hit Row mm. was not really that big of a surprise.
0: I mean, they were still a surprise. They, not I mean, that
2: big of a surprise in terms of, like, completely surprise. unexpected out of nowhere.
0: Dexter was a surprise. Like, there there have been some surprises. But um, I, I honestly think that Ed Cross was a surprise as well, and Scarlett. But I think Braun and Bray are two that they should bring back. And I know a lot of people are like, and eh, Braun, control your narrative. If you look back at how he was in 2017 and 2018, he was one of the most fascinatingly booked characters for a period of time until that Nicholas bullshit. Until that Nicholas bullshit, he was a very fascinating character. Line Drive says, I'm convinced myself of my own conspiracy that Johnny had Loomis kidnap Miz to get back with Champa. That would be interesting.
2: That crossed my mind because I know everybody's like, oh, we're going to get a DIY reunion, this and that, this and that. And I thought, well, that would be funny if they were to come up, come through and be like, oh, I'm taking away from Ms. Because you got to wonder, like, why did they pair Miz? Um, sorry, Ms and Ciampa in the first place, you know? Maybe there's going to be, and I know that was like pre-Triple H and all that, but maybe there's got to be a new end game for this. And I'm thinking that could possibly be a possibility. It did cross my mind.
0: Jambeard says, I don't see Johnny trending yet, but I do see no way Jose trending for what he did to a Winnipeg promotion. Uh, I didn't see that. I didn't at see all.
2: it either. I know I I didn't I didn't know why he was what he did or why he's trending. I haven't heard about see. him in a while.
0: Yeah, somebody's gonna have to smart me up on that because I, I don't have any idea. I know that he was supposed to work or he, he worked dark this past weekend, but Nick says great to see Johnny Gargano back, wondering why they didn't do it in his hometown. With Dexter Loomis kidnapping the Miz ten minutes before he came out, what do you think? Do you guys think Johnny sent him to do that?
2: Um, I feel like multiple people are thinking that, so maybe there is something there.
0: Uh, yeah, I I think that there might be, there might be a little bit to it. But that's the thing; I I like not knowing. I like questioning it. It, I, I like having that doubt in my mind one way or another, that this might be, might be the case. Uh, Nas says he scammed an appearance, then went on dark. Uh, That is, that is uncharacteristic. uh, So uh, of him. So I hope that that gets rectified, but we've got just a ton more super chats. TK says the slow realization of the crowd for Johnny was awesome. All of a sudden I'm interested in theory for the first time since NXT. Well, Austin Theory comes out and immediately you're like, it's the way. And Johnny reacts accordingly. Theory is like, a lot of stuff has changed and Johnny's like, yeah, I'm really happy for you, man. And you can see the frustration in Theory. He's ready to turn on Johnny, but Johnny's not a dummy. So Johnny just super kicks him as they're posing.
2: I love it. I'm glad they did this too because I didn't want to see a reunion. I didn't think that was the way to go. And I know a lot of people have suggested it, but I did not want that to be the thing that, you know, this is the time to do something new, something different, to see this Johnny Gargano that we, you know, a lot of his fans thought that he could be right on the main roster. I didn't want to see the way come back together again. That's not where I was going with this. So I'm I'm personally glad that it kind of worked out the way that it did.
0: By the way, um, it is I guess the money was uh, returned from No Way Jose, so there you go. Uh, Jambeard says, according to the promo of Primo, he scammed them out of a 1K plane ticket and in appearance. Instead of flying to WPG, he flew to Orlando to get on Dark. Listen, all due respect to No Way Jose, why the fuck are you spending $1,000 on a plane ticket? for What the... I'm sorry. It's a shock.
2: His own plane ticket? No, no, they paid for him, right?
0: Yes, they did. But Why are you buying him a one thousand dollar plane ticket?
2: The Booker. Yeah. Okay.
0: My God. But still,
2: that that sucks. I feel like sometimes I get it. Like
0: there's some there's some stuff about this guy being anti-vax and racist and a bunch of other things. The promoter. So what we're gonna do is not touch that. At all. We're not going to talk about that at all until I get some facts here. So uh, respectfully, I'm going to buzz off with the Noé Jose stuff. In Simmons says, Originally, I wanted Johnny in AEW, but I haven't been a fan of how they book talent, especially Malachi and Andrade. And then Vince left. I wanted him in WWE. Objectively, a great decision that he waited and objectively better, I think, that he's in WWE than AEW. Um, if this were about eight or nine months ago, I would have been like, Well, I would prefer he be in AEW. Not now. Now I think there is an honest to God track record and possibility that Johnny will be booked, booked really well. And, uh, that, that, I think it's the best move for him, Denise.
2: I think so too, because it's like, there's an opportunity now for him to be a main focus on a show instead of maybe sporadically being, because it would have been like, okay, he would have gone into AEW. would have been a huge pop, a huge moment, regardless that was bound to happen. Uh, We were going to see things consistently with him for a good amount of time. But then after that, who's to tell what's going to, what could have happened? There's, there's a lot of big stars on AEW and a lot of people to showcase. And there's just more of an opportunity right now in WWE for you to be Uh, focused on, to be a focal point on the show. If you are a big star, there is an opportunity there for you. You might as well take it, seize it, see what you can do.
0: And Simmons says, just tuned in wanted to say, I love how they did the Johnny return. Just dropped it. The crowd for a split second didn't recognize the music and slowly realized who it was. Give him money in the bank. I am fully in favor of him winning money in the bank from theory. Like, I I would love him to goad Theory and teach him a lesson. Like Theory wants him in the ring, Johnny's like, nah. Like he's he plays the, sort of like the heel aspect of like, no, I'm not going to give you the match that you want. You want this a lot more than I do. I don't have anything to prove against you. You have everything to prove against me. Put that money in the bank on the line too. By the way, I think if anybody could goad him out of it, it's the guy that was his father figure on TV.
2: Yeah, if they're going to do it, they might as well do it that way instead of doing, like, what they did with The Miz and Otis where they were doing the whole law thing and the whole court thing. Uh, if you're going to do that, do it this way where he, like, they they put, he puts it on the line. That's the only way. Anything else is going to be, like, too goofy. So if he puts it on the line, totally cool with that. Um, but I don't – see, and I feel like that's a cool way to go about it, but I don't even think he needs to do that, to be honest, to get the money in the bank. He doesn't even need to. He could just be Johnny Gargano and do his thing and, you know, eventually get his way up into the title picture.
0: You know, Denise, when you have money in the bank, it's having a little bit of green, but we're giving you a lot of green with athleticgreens.com slash fightful. Join the movement of athletes, life leads, moms, dads, rookies, first timers, everyone in between taking ownership of their daily health and we're going to give you an immune-supporting one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash Fightful and give AG1 a try. No GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. It's good for any lifestyle. They've improved the formula over 53 times over the last decade. 75 uh, multivitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients. It's got a multivitamin, which is much better to drink than taking a tablet. A multimineral, a probiotic for gut health, green superfood blend, and more. If you're not getting enough greens, this stuff has you covered. Your entire daily recommended serving. It's going to support that healthy immune system, replace a bunch of products and pills. It is the category leading superfood product. And it brings you comprehensive and convenient daily nutrition. Check it out. Athleticgreens.com slash a Fightful. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants. Get it all. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. More Johnny. Everybody wants to talk about Johnny.
2: I wonder why.
0: Tom Brady (laughs) wants Gargano versus Gunther. I would love that match. That'd be great. Hell yeah. Gargano could play an incredible underdog there. Brandon fight or fight. Brandon fight says Rollins and Gargano would absolutely be a barn burner. 100%. He's got fresh matchups with everybody on the main roster and he can work as an underdog babyface against all of them. Denise.
2: It's so crazy. Like given how long he's been with the company and just how crazy, like these opportunities haven't happened. It's, it's exciting. I mean, obviously for obvious reasons, but still it's pretty exciting to see that.
0: God damn it. Ray on uh, twitch.tv slash fightful gaming says how long till they pull the briefcase in theory and give it to Johnny and Leonza says Austin and Johnny for the briefcase. Uh, I I hope that's the play. I hope that's the move. Even if you want to do it in a ladder match, that makes a lot of sense because Gargano could say, listen, I would like that. if you want to earn this, do it in a ladder match against me. Show me that you deserve this stuff. I I raised you to deserve this stuff. There are so many elements that they can they can do with this that that pays off that NXT stuff. Nicholas says, "How do you feel the way came back out of nowhere uh, after the commercial, and how far do you think he how far back do you think he resigned?" This is a hunch; it's not a report. I think a couple of weeks ago I was scheduled to interview Johnny. Uh, let me see. It was, I think, August. I- I'm just gonna look. I'm just gonna look and make sure that I get it right. I was supposed to interview Johnny August tenth or eleventh and um I think then is when it probably happened. I'm gonna find out when it happened. wrestling break and uh, by the way, I loved how he how they did it right after the the break. I thought that was great it it it's conditioning you repeatedly. You gotta pay attention. I love that when Bailey and her crew came out earlier, they let the music hit. You saw them, then they went to a commercial. It was it was great. Wrestling breakdowns says awesome, raw. Every match had time, every match felt like it mattered. We got to see some good in-ring work. Oh, yeah, and Gargano. I agree with most of that. I do agree with Denise that the Bailey Aeleyah thing could have been shorter because I want to be i want it to feel unpredictable like i don't want to expect a seven eight nine minute match
2: yeah this one didn't need it that one didn't need it
0: d burn says went to walk the dog came back inside to rebel heart are we sure we're not living in a simulation it's the 2020s good thing don't happen anymore Denise, how are you feeling covering mondays fridays now because
1: I feel
2: like it's worth it now to actually watch live. I mean, I was already watching live before, but now I feel like I'm getting a little bit more out of it versus, you know, I could, you know, I got, there was a couple of weeks there where I thought I could tune in an hour late and I'll be fine. No big deal. Um, But now I actually feel like I'm being rewarded for watching live and sitting through the commercials.
0: And uh, yeah, I, I tune in at eight. Uh, I don't watch like an hour later. Austin Clutter says biggest return of the night is Denise's internet. (laughs) Sofa says it was unexpected, but they literally came back from the commercial and said, here's Johnny. And I was expecting, uh, I was honestly thinking I was seeing things after it happened. Like, excuse me. Everyone did a
2: double take.
0: That's what we needed. That's what we needed was spontaneity. Dream Ninja says Papa H made me a very happy wrestling fan today. Show was fun. There are multiple ongoing themes weekly. Beth Rhea is dream match stuff. Gargano KO and Beth are three of my all time favorites. This ruled people are being rewarded for investing in people that invest in their work. And I think that's one of the things that people often take issue with when somebody without the wrestling background and who doesn't care about it, gets this monster push. We're like, well, they didn't invest the same way that we did emotionally into wrestling and love it the way that we did. And now we're seeing people that did do that get their due.
2: And that's why when he said when he was running down all of his things, everyone was like, yeah, we know, uh, you know, a huge majority. It's like, yeah, like this is somebody that we know. It, it, it's different to have him, you know, it was different to have this moment than for example, like even when they had, do you remember like, obviously when they brought in Karen cross into the main roster the first time, and it was like crickets and all of that, a uh, totally different vibe this time around, uh, you know, having somebody like Johnny Gargano who, you know, did a little bit more and whatnot.
0: Orlando says Gargano versus Mysterio styles, reigns, Gargano versus McIntyre, Miz. Everyone all fresh matchups and nerd Guru says his return being out of nowhere is much preferred rather than setting it up i was watching raw to the side while playing a game and i hear that thought song and thought holy shit welcome back johnny wrestling
2: i've always uh- wondered Like how people watch raw that's very interesting to me like he's playing a video game and watching raw Like I don't know I like to know that kind of stuff like when you're watching raw like are you fully paying attention? You know, It's different obviously like you know for me I'm like taking notes and whatnot and writing things down and tweeting and all of this stuff But for everybody else like I'm curious to know like do you watch raw completely now? Well, what's what's, I don't know? What's the what's the habits? Interesting. Carlos time.
0: easy says, I'm afraid I'm hallucinating. Cause I swear I saw Johnny Gargano on the main roster and a Canadian destroyer main event. Oh, we're about to talk about that. We are about to talk about that. Um, we're getting through these Johnny super chats, but it's, I saw a top rope Canadian destroyer, on main event two weeks ago. Insane times we're living in. Nicholas says, since I'm subbed, when I heard rebel heart, I thought it was theory joking us because in your plans, you posted it was a theory promo listed. That is how it was listed backstage. It was listed as, a, as an Austin theory promo. They, that would they, have been
2: so messed up.
0: They went above and beyond to uh, keep this this quiet.
2: They want the dirt sheet boy to find out. I
0: know. I mean, listen, if there's one person you don't want to find out, it is me. So I don't blame them. And they <laughs> they know I see those at this point. So why wouldn't you keep it from me? Jerry says... Clash is going to be my first ever major wrestling show I see live. And if I get Gargano Theory there, I may die. Also, Rhea looked badass, needing both Priest and Tallard to hold her back. She feels more like modern day China every week. Um, I, I would hope that Johnny's wrestling soon uh, because it's been nine months. I'm ready to see him in the ring.
2: I'm sure he's ready to go in the ring.
0: Asian Joe says everything was right about Johnny's segment, the announcer staying silent for the moment. Theory and NXT history being canon with the main roster. Yes. What I didn't need is, is it? Could it be? It is. Oh my. I didn't need all that bullshit over and over again.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad they didn't do that. They could have easily done that, but they didn't. It was all very nicely executed.
0: Joel says, do you see Sasha and Naomi returning to confront Io and Kai if they win the tag titles? Yeah. I think that'll probably happen. uh, And I, I hope it happens. KE775 says, think Indy is doing the favors for Blair Davenport and then is raw bound. I would like to think so. It seems like the, the, the cards are all set for that to happen, Denise, and that would make an awful lot of sense. And hey, you know what? Indy and Candace as a team again in the future wouldn't hurt either.
2: She's she I feel like for the most part, I've started to only see her as a character, as a personality on NXT to me, like I feel like she hasn't been wrestling that often on the show to even like really I don't see her that much as a wrestler anymore. I see her more as a personality, um, quite frankly, based on, you know, her work that she's been doing on NXT. So for me, I would kind of rather see her more in a personality driven role, mainly just because I feel like that's her uh, her strong suit.
0: Jambeard says, speaking of main event, I love the Twitter banter on your tweet between T-Bar and Mia Yim about Shelton. I love it, too. Like, if you ever tweet about T-Bar's main event match, he's going to be like, it was a banger. And they usually are. He's very good. Uh, Trevor L. says, I was outside burning one and heard Rebel Heart and was toe-tapping along and 20 seconds later realized what happened (laughs) and fan-void big time. You were burning one, all right. (laughs) Um, I love that. I love that. Nicholas says, Do you think commentary knew Johnny was there?
2: Yes, I'm n- right.
0: I'm not uh, again, I'm not sure. I don't know, but I can tell you that there were people who would usually know this type of thing that did not know until about three or four minutes before Johnny was just walking through and then bam, there he is. Now I'm sure they were told a little bit ahead of time, but
2: like expect a surprise.
0: Or he, Johnny's coming. Well, then we get Edge defeating Damian Priest in Toronto. They went balls to the wall. Edge doing top rope. Hurricane Rana's diving to the outside. He did the South of Heaven choke slam to Damian Priest, which we have a making a finisher up on YouTube.com slash Fightful, by the way. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We're heading down the home stretch. At the end of the match... Priest clocks Edge with a, a bar off the steel chair. And after Edge wins, Judgment Day attacks, but Beth Phoenix makes the save. This this felt like a pay-per-view match. It had the hype video build to it, Denise. We got a big moment after this. I see that little grin on your face, though. I feel like you're going <gasps> to bury this.
2: What? I'm sorry. What was I doing? I wasn't doing I was just listening to you. Go ahead. Oh, well, your guesses were too far off.
0: Oh, I'm boy. sorry.
2: It was okay. I- I'm sorry, it was fine. I loved like midway through the end. I thought it was an okay match. Uh, there were some parts where I did just kind of wasn't that interested in. I thought the beginning was a little bit too took too long. It took too long for things to re- for me to get invested in this match, and I don't think I ever really did.
0: Damn, Denise.
2: I'm sorry. Am I a bitch? I'm a bitch, huh? I'm sorry. I
0: mean, I'm not going to call you a bitch because of your wrestling (laughs) opinions, but man, I I loved this edge pulled out some stuff that he hadn't pulled out before. He was, he took to the crowd after the show and said, he might be saying goodbye to them next year. He did not outright say he was retiring from what I understand. So, um, I mean, I know that's the, the rumor going around, but Beth Phoenix being involved, Beth Phoenix, Rhea Ripley is a dream match for me. Beth Phoenix is my favorite women's wrestler of all time. I'm so excited to see her back. Um, I love how,
2: I love how, you know, Rhea Ripley, she's been attacking all these men, right? Like that's been her thing. And then it took a woman. It took Beth Phoenix to basically put like hit the brakes on her. Uh, I kind of liked that little story. That was actually my favorite part of the whole thing.
0: Torchcrawler says, Beth Rhea has me excited, but the Judgment Day is total doo-doo, reaching irredeemable. They make them so corny. Stop making them corny. They
2: make Finn Balor really corny. I don't know what it is. He's like, oh. They make (laughs) them corny. I don't know what it is.
0: But Denise, the spot of the match. A Canadian Destroyer. Holy crap.
2: I've seen a bunch of Canadian Destroyers, Sean. It's 50! I know, but I've seen a bunch Denise! of Canadian Destroyers. It's going to take a little bit more Whoa. for me to be like, ah!
0: Muted. When have you seen a Canadian Destroyer on WWE main roster, WWE Raw TV?
2: I know that, Sean. I understand where you're coming from, and I respect most- your analysis.
0: The pile
2: driver yes, has been I banned.
1: Know.
0: Hold on. The pile driver has been banned so long that the Canadian destroyer literally did not exist yet back then, Denise.
2: I'm fully aware of that, Sean.
0: They banned the pile driver from WWE TV in like 99,
2: 98. The point is that I just didn't have that reaction. I'm sorry. <laughs> You look like that meme, little emoji. I'm sorry, Sean. I didn't have the same. Oh my God, I'm going to jump out of my cherry action. I was like, oh, okay, fine. That's nice. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Denise.
2: I'm sorry, okay? I just can't fake my enthusiasm.
0: Jason wants your internet to go out again. We have not seen like a regular ass pile driver even on WWE Raw since John Cena versus CM Punk. And they they weren't allowed to do that. They got scolded afterwards. Sage says muting Denise for bearing the Canadian Destroyer was the best move of the night. SRS is the true interim tag team champion. That that I am. Denise. It is I'm the sorry. first Canadian Destroyer. Maybe in raw history.
2: Look, I and so hold on, that. wait.
0: Somebody says was Dustin doing them before he left? No, he was doing the uh, the Code Red, not the same thing. That's a like a sunset flip bomb. Okay, type
2: of so thing. hold, so hold the phone. Just because WWE hasn't been doing it, I have to be reacting like, oh my god! Just because yes. they did it, I'm yes. sorry, I don't feel that way. I've been seeing them left and right, everywhere. It's a norm now. I can't be like OMG about it. It's like, I get it. Okay, so we're celebrating because they finally did one. Whoop, whoop. I've been seeing it everywhere.
0: D Burns show. Can we talk about Balor Priest getting new Judgment Day remixes for their own entrances? Not going to lie. They sound great. That was a nice touch. Like I didn't know how, how long or if they will stick with the altar bridge thing because ultimately altar bridge is like an edge thing. Like, that's his. So to bring that into Judgment Day, it made a lot of sense because uh, because he had that connection. But without him there, I mean, you could say that they're using it to add insult to injury. But um, mm, I don't like them continuing to use it. So I'm glad they added, <laughs> they added uh, a remix. Trevor L. says, Edge literally knocked Charles Robinson's shoes off. <laughs>
2: Bro, he's sending out. He see, did. I was looking at that and I was like, oh shit. He fucking sends The fact down. that you're
0: like, oh shit, a shoe, but Canadian destroyer from a 50 year old guy. Way,
2: did you see the way that he fell? He was you like, he was like a spaghetti, a noodle. <laughs> Sorry, mm. that caught my attention.
0: Leonza says he did a Canadian destroyer in Canada. Rome Grace says, okay, so maybe there were, like, some Ray ones as well, but, like, from what I understand, or what I remember, it was, like, straight up in the ring on Raw. I don't remember seeing another one on Raw. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe y'all can super chat me about it. But you'll have to do it this Wednesday. I'll be on listening Your Boy in the post-AEW show. Denise, tell the people where they can find you.
2: Twitter and Instagram, at underscore Denise Salcedo. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo.
0: Guys, stop telling me that Ray did it in the Thunderdome. We don't fact-check on this podcast. No fact-checking. let
2: did Ray do it lot. in the Thunderdome.
0: Who cares? We don't fact-check. Guys, thank you all so much. This was a very popular show. I had somebody on, on Twitter say, <laughs> You guys just bury WWE. Why would mind tune in? Well, as it turns out, when the show is good, we don't. We don't. And the show sucked for many, many years before this. But I am having a hoot of a time covering uh, WWE and uh, I'm having a lot of fun working Mondays. Hope you guys continue to join us. Leave a thumbs up. We love you all. Oh, Beard says, "Miss my super chat about band moves. Louise! Poor Louise. Louise, I'll give you time to, to catch it. N Simmons says, Clearly Denise's fetish for sub teacher videos is clouding her judgment. This is a 50-year-old man who we thought would never wrestle again.
2: Okay, what do you want me to do? I'm sorry.
0: By the way, if you're going to tell us that you missed a Super Chat, just tell us what it was. Uh, Beard says, now that Vince is out, do you think we see a return to band moves like pile drivers or Burning Hammers? Yes, 100%. Absolutely. Triple H is going to trust these people to be safer, if okay denise if vince had triple h modern day the pedigree would have been banned because he did a pedigree once and marty garner went completely vertical and landed right on the top of his head and that move would have been banned after that wouldn't have been able to do it anymore um and that face emoji yeah guys thank you all so much until next time we're out